Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 81, The Pentagon Explained. I am Bon Diesel. This is a rough recording. You'll probably hear a baby in the background, but this is my life now, and I'm just doing my best. That said, uh, this is a podcast about The Division, The Division 2, its community updates, news, and my opinions on all of those things. Uh, So let's get started. Today I will talk about the state of the game recap, my thoughts on the state of the game, the Pentagon uh, thoughts and reaction, as well as other things, some listener questions, personal and content updates. If you would like to support the podcast and my other content, please check out patreon.com slash the echo cast or look up my merch on Design by Humans by looking up Bon Diesel. I do want to welcome Dark Knight as the newest patron of the Echo Cast. I want to thank Christian, DJ, Darren, Gray, Hassan, Joe, Jose, Luis, Mike, Ozzy, and Tim for helping support the show and uh, helping me continue to be able to do all of these things, especially this podcast. Okay, so uh, stay of the game recap. I will try to quickly recap what was in the stay of the game and then kind of give my opinion Um as uh, as things went. Okay, so... Uh, today we had Hamish, Yannick, Thylander, uh, and they were talking about Episode 2, and more specifically about the Pentagon and the new specialization. Uh, they did throw out there pretty quickly that Episode 2 will release on October 15th, and that the narrative parts will be available to everyone who doesn't have the Season Pass on the 22nd. Season Pass holders will get the missions on the 15th, um, they'll get the specializa- specialization instantly, and they will get exclusive access to the classified missions. Uh, there are two new missions that make up the new Pentagon update, which will first involve establishing a safe house, and then a first mission where you're trying to stop the Black Tusk from getting into the Pentagon, and then a second mission where you will be fighting down in the basements of the Pentagon in the DARPA labs where the Black Tusk are trying to steal some type of technology. Uh, There's two new classified missions. One is the Marina Supply Route, and another is the Embassy Crash Site with, guess what, a crashed helicopter. (laughs) The raid um, was announced that it has been delayed. Um, I actually didn't pick this up until after um, the stream, but it's been delayed until 2020. So what I'm going to guess is that the raid is going to release with title update, uh, I don't know, it's going to be probably either 7 or 8, and um, episode 3, uh, which will be the New York update. Uh, then the last thing they talked about quite a bit was the new specialization, it's called the Technician. Um, they have access to a multi-targeted missile launcher, I believe it looked like it had 6 barrels, uh, EMP grenades, a new hive mod, and some unique talents uh, in the skill tree. Uh, and then the last thing they talked about was that there is a free weekend from the 17th of October through the 21st. Uh, there, there was some other stuff they talked about, but honestly, it was mostly stuff that we've, they've talked about the last few weeks. So I decided to skip it. Okay, so my thoughts. <clears throat> okay, so here we go. <laughs> um, the Pentagon missions. So... So what I'll say about The Division 2 is that I think it's a good game. Um, I think they've released good content with it. Um, But the problem is I I think that there's just been lots of missed opportunities. Um, I really think that 
we are maybe facing the consequences as, of getting a free um, year one, uh, getting a, you know, all this content for quote-unquote free. And I think that you know it, when you do that, it just doesn't allow for the scope of the updates uh, like what we got in Division 1, uh, which was a paid season pass or paid DLC if you went piece by piece. And what I think is interesting about that is, like, you look at this Pentagon thing, and before the game even came out, I think when they announced the DLCs, um, I believe before the game even released, I remember saying, like, hey, this Pentagon, like, that is an opportunity for Underground 2.0. And my guess is that was probably the intent at one point. Um, but for whatever reason, that's not what we got. And instead, what we got um, it basically amounts to, to two story missions. And what... I mean, my, my honest reaction to it is cool. I like story missions. We didn't get a single new story mission after the game released in Division 1 for three years. So, awesome. The problem is, is that I felt like when they announced Division 2 and talked about the updates, there was this conversation of you know new game modes and new maps, or, or new game modes and new missions, new story missions, and expansion of the map and stuff like that and what you do by making this new quote-unquote game mode um i mean it's not a game mode the pentagon is is kind of like the expedition except instead of three what are probably you know relatively simplistic and kind of boring um little tasks that you do at the expedition at the pentagon I imagine these will be fully like fleshed out like story missions, which is cool. I mean, I'm not going to complain about that. Obviously, that sounds awesome uh, the first time and maybe a few more times, you know. But like, there's just no re replayability there. Now, I, I still will argue that there's plenty of replayability in the game. It's just people don't want to replay what's in the game, which is fine. Like, I, I get both sides of it. Um, I know everyone wants the underground and survival back and all that. I'm actually not as keen about just getting rehashed content back. I really want new ideas and new stuff. Um, but what I wasn't hoping for was just more missions. You know, I, I, I love new missions. The classified missions are cool. The zoo and the white oak were awesome. I'm sure these two new Pentagon missions are going to be cool. But besides the Pentagon missions that... I mean, there's no new activities, at least as far as we know. So my honest opinion is I, I'm sure these missions are going to be awesome. I'll play the crap out of them. I'll smile real big as I play them, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love it. Um, but what the honest truth is, is 10 days later, when Modern Warfare comes out and Call of Duty, I mean, I don't know when I'm... I mean, I guess I'll... You know, I'm sure I'll jump into Division here and there, but until episode three comes out unless there's stuff between episode two and episode three that they could release which they very well may it wouldn't surprise me at all if they do um i still think there's a specter of these seasons that were teased in the pts um especially the global events um i just you know i i i think that it's kind of a missed opportunity but the thing is is that people need to realize that like a mode like underground was probably in development for most of the development of the Division 1. It's it's not like it just popped up out of nowhere. 
And um, so we, they knew that they weren't giving that, something like that to us for a while. <laughs> She's talking to you. Uh, little baby diesel is part of the uh, part of the podcast this week. If this bothers you, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm watching her, and I'm not gonna leave her alone. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, you just get to hear some cooing in the background. Um, the new specialization I think looks really cool, and it looks like something I'm probably gonna use pretty consistently. Um, it looks like it actually has a special weapon that looks really fun to use. Um, the EMP grenade will probably be really helpful, especially against the Black Tusk. Uh, Tusk. And I, uh, I think some of the little uh, bonuses, like the 50% extra skill power just for using that specialization, um, I mean, that changes my whole skill build. It makes it so I can put a lot more stuff into haste and things like that instead. So um, I think that's neat. Um, I'm excited for the new specialization. Looks fun. The classified missions, we don't know much about them, so I won't speculate too much. The first two spec, uh, the first two classified missions that came out were okay, but not significant in my opinion. The uh, the last two that came out with episode one were awesome, especially the NSA one. It went into a lot of background into even the first game, um, and I really really liked it. Um, for me, I think the season pass is worth it, even if it's just basically for the classified missions. Um, I wouldn't say this for everybody. The early access is cool. The classified missions are cool. Are they worth 40 bucks or whatever it was? It's up to you, but for me, yes. For you, maybe not, but that's up to you. Uh, the raid delay, I mean, it's one of those things where I think it's better late than never. Um, I think it's better late and good than early and bad. Um, it's, a, it's a bummer for them to delay it, but I think it kind of is what it is. Um, I, I People wanted all this information about it. I mean, they're not going to, even in when it comes out, they're not going to tell us a bunch about it. It's going to be a surprise. That's the whole point. Um, so the raid, you know, kind of is what it is. I still need to find a group to do the, the last one. So maybe if you're on Xbox, let me know. And I know uh, someone on Xbox has uh, said that they would help me out. And I need to actually do it. So please don't hate me. Uh, but overall, I mean, I really, th- I mean, it was another good state of the game. I mean, it's good, clear information. It's given us what we need. Um, it's kind of funny that it was one spoiled by Uplay yesterday and then spoiled by the trailer that came out like an hour early. Um, it seems like maybe there is a lack of communication, uh, in, uh, in, in, in that bureaucracy that is Ubisoft, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm excited for this update. I'm, I'm going to play it. I'm going to keep playing division. There's still a lot of things I want to do. And now there's going to be all these named items to collect and, the new exotic and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I don't, I, I'm still excited for the game. I'm, you know, there's just, there's not like this big blockbuster smack in the face of awesomeness that everyone wants. Um, you know, I, I think, I think the episode three is probably going to be that. Um, if I, I believe I, I read somewhere that, um, neither of these first two episodes were done by massive, um, that they were done by other, uh, studios, which I'll, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I've seen the collaborating studios listed uh, for Division 2 as a whole, so I assume it's um, studios like Sophia and Leamington and stuff like that, that that have done these or worked on them. I think maybe there's a point where maybe we need to just let Massive do all this stuff. Um, maybe, yeah, because I, I have a feeling that with Episode 3 we're going to be like, oh, yeah, the people who actually made this game did this, you know. 
Um, and, and hopefully that's going to be really cool. Um, I think that Division 2, Year 2, is going to be a paid season pass type of deal. Um, I think that they're really going to have to knock Episode 3 out of the park to get people to even be half willing to, to pay for a season pass for this game. Um, despite the fact that I think the game is leaps and bounds further ahead than Division 1 ever really was beside its extra content that is just a result of three years of of being out. Um, I think even though that Division 2 in general is a better game than Division 1 ever could be, um, it doesn't have the content. It doesn't have what people want. And I think that that is going to make a year too tough. Um, now, if, you know, episode three comes out, it's awesome. And then they say, here's the roadmap for year two. It's going to be $25. It's going to have survival 2.0, underground 2.0, resistance uh, 2.0, uh, last stand returns to conflict. You know, like they're, you know, all this stuff. I'm sure people will get hyped and buy it, and I, I let's be straight up, I'm gonna buy it either way. Um, I'm sure I will. I have no doubt. But uh, I think that episode three and, and the way that they handle the game between now and then is a big deal. Um, things like raising the gear score and things like that. Now that we have this new loot system and things, I, I just, I mean, even I think that we need to bump it up to 600 or something like that, um, which I assume would require a new world tier which I assume would require some big jump in content, which we haven't really gotten um, in that episode three very well may be. Um, my hope is that episode one and two were worked on by side studios before the game came out and since, and that episode three is what Massive has been focusing on um, since the game came out, other than their regular duties of fixing up the game and, and adding things um, that they're responsible for. But... Uh, I don't know. I, I wish I was a fly on the wall um, in some conversations. I I have a feeling that um, I, I really, you know, as, as much uh, or as little credit as people give, um, you know, Massive and the CMs and stuff, I, I really think they're much more in tune. Um, I have a feeling that um, if I could get any CMs on the record uh, with their personal opinion, they would probably uh, at the very least be understanding of where people are at with this. But um, I, I don't want to say I'm underwhelmed. I'm really excited for a bunch of the stuff that's coming with episode two. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I just wish there was that one blockbuster thing where I could like post on Twitter or make a YouTube video and be like, y'all need to come back for this. Where instead I'm like, yeah, there's going to be cool new stuff to do, new stuff to get and play with. Uh, but you know, maybe we aren't at that big, um, the forsaken moment quite yet or the 1.4 or 1.8, you know, patch quite yet but we shall see uh, another little side note some stuff that came out this week was the Redstone play testing they're doing a week-long play test where they will accommodate people for a whole week to do play testing at Redstone. now they didn't sp clarify whether this is for division two or for another game potentially um, they actually had a world war ii poster advertising it so my first thought was Brothers in Arms, um, but it's probably Division 2. So if you have the availability, uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday or this week, I'm recording this on the 9th, um, if, if you have the availability, it starts the 14th through the end of that week. 
Um, so, you know, I actually, if I would have had maybe a month's notice about this, um, I probably would have applied. I'm sure I could have convinced Beatty's to let me go for a couple of days. Um, but, you know, uh, they announced it pretty short. I suspect maybe there's reasoning for that, but, you know, whoever gets to go will be NDA'd out the wazoo and we'll never quite know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, check that out. Um, if you go uh, check out Red Storm on Twitter, they have a link there. And I bet if you go to their website, they probably have one there as well. Uh, and you know what else is there? Or what else is here? What else is everywhere? Midroll. Okay, so. Community topics and other discussion. I really didn't have a lot to talk about here. Um, the first thing is is kind of the uh, the back end of the Breakpoint release and the reception of Breakpoint. Um, if you've been paying attention, uh, the reviews weren't great. Um, there were a few outlets that enjoyed it. Um, there were definitely a bunch that didn't. Um, microtransactions were a big focus, um, as they tend to be. Um, the whole Jim Sterling and skill up and, and lame and gaming and um, a lot of, you know, the uh, the more enthusiastic YouTubers and stuff out there are really focused on the microtransactions. Um, I mean, they are silly. <laughs> like, let's be honest. And, and it's kind of annoying how how they were completely hidden from uh, the, the in the beta and stuff like that. Um, the, the microtransactions are gross. It, it, let's just let's just make that really clear. The microtransactions are gross. And, um, they, they aren't good. That said, I, I just, the thing I don't like about complaining about the microtransactions is that you don't have to get them. Um, and, and when you see everyone, you know, all the people who I would call fanboys, let me be clear. I believe I'm a fanboy of division two, so I'm not being negative calling people that I'm just saying the way it seems um, cause I game recognizes game as they say, um, it's, it's such an easy thing for people to slough off and be like, well, I'm an adult and I don't buy those. Uh, if people want to buy them, then let them. It's a similar feeling as I've had about microtransactions in division one and even two. Um, what I don't like about the whole microtransaction thing is that I think it just really distracts from the game itself and the just litany of issues the game has with just being and, and i really do appreciate that there were a bunch of reviews um acg um honestly even the skill up kind of review of the beta um except his whole diatribe about the microtransactions i really felt like he really talked about the issues with the game um i think that acg's review is perfect though um if you look up acg breakpoint review um on youtube you'll he he talks about the microtransactions but he doesn't really blow them out of proportion. He just kind of talks about what they are. Um, and I really think that he did a pretty fair job of it because honestly, on the list of things I have an issue with, with uh, Breakpoint is the microtransactions are like 20th, <laughs> you know. Um, things I find just way worse are still the, this is goofy gear system they put in with the gear score and stuff where Ghost Recon just didn't need that. No one was asking for that leveled enemies and leveled guns and you know a beanie hat that has more protective value than a you know a ballistic hat helmet you know it's just, no one wanted that from ghost recon um and it's just it's just 
I want to say it surprises me that they put it in, but you know, uh, they did it with Assassin's Creed, which full disclosure, I think it was perfect. Assassin's Creed handles the system so well. Um, and then they did it with Far Cry and when they did Far Cry New Dawn and it had a system of like an RPG, uh, not really a looter shooter, but this like, you know, leveled enemies and guns and gear thing. I kind of squinted my eyes and I was like, this feels awful. Like Far Cry 5 was so good at what Far Cry 5 is. You know, Far Cry is a very specific type of game and Far Cry 5 was so that game. And I loved it. But then you play <laughs> New Dawn and you're just like, what bizarro world am I in right now? Like what is going on? And then when I saw Breakpoint get announced, I was genuinely really excited. Um, I'm not a big fan of Wildlands. I, I've said a lot of this stuff before, but I think it needs to be said again. Um, when I saw Breakpoint get announced, I was like, damn, this looks cool. All these survival elements they were showing, the healing with bandages and all this. And what's so funny to me is that they, I still don't think any of their official marketing talks about the leveled guns, gear, and enemies. I'm pretty sure, at least nothing I've seen, so it's like they knew it wasn't going to be popular. And they're still just trying to be like, oh, well, but you're still one-shot headshots. Don't worry about it. Which is a whole different problem I've talked about before. And so I won't go deep into it. But the whole the whole idea of still having one-shot headshots, no matter what your gear, defeats the entire purpose of having a gear system. <laughs> it just makes no sense. But I just... I just really think it's a bummer to see, you know, people who, I mean, I've seen people disassociate from me, um, in the division community, um, who, you know, aren't, don't like how critical I've been of breakpoint. Um, I've been critical of division two. I just think breakpoint has way more to be critical about. Um, it has a lot to do with the fact that, that ghost recon is an almost 20 year old franchise that is a complete ghost of itself. No pun intended. Where the division is only, you know, four years old, if not even that yet, and is still kind of figuring out its identity. And Ghost Recon, you know, my favorite Ghost Recon game is Future Soldier, or the first one. And what I understand about that is that it's kind of blasphemy. Because people who love Ghost Recon would say that Future Soldier um, is what led us to Wildlands, which maybe it did and breakpoint now. But the thing that I would say is that I actually believe that the, the division is the most natural successor to future soldier and the old ghost recon games than wildlands or breakpoint ever will be. I mean, to me, wildlands and breakpoint literally feel like a new franchise that they decide to just recycle a name onto. Um, I believe if wildlands and breakpoint had a different franchise name on them, they'd be way more successful, way more accepted because they would just be this other thing, but they aren't. And I doubt that's going to change. So I don't know. I just, I played a good amount of it. I want to say I played, man, of the tech alpha, the closed and open beta, probably 30 ish hours. Um, I don't know how far along I am in the final release. I want to say 10 to 15 hours, um, but I'm just probably not going to play anymore. Um, the AI is just boring to fight against. The, the story is just atrocious. It's so boring and generic. 
on top of the actual gameplay, just, you know, there's definitely moments where you feel so cool. You know, you wipe out a bunch of these enemies with headshots, and then they finally get alerted, but there's only, like, two of them left. So, like, that is a fun feeling, until you realize that you're supposed to be fighting, like, the most elite, you know, fighters in the game of these wolves, you know, and, and you take out an entire base of them, um, almost without trying. <laughs> um, and it's not even, like, a, a, a difficulty thing. It's all the difficulty does in Ghost Recon is just make enemies hit harder and see further away. It doesn't make them take cover better. It doesn't make them communicate with each other better or coordinate. Um, you know, the AI is just bad in Breakpoint. And, um, and it's another game where I've the, the, the big comment I've seen is, well, it's a lot of fun with a group. And the problem with that is that almost basically you could have like stick figures in a game where all you do is pick up sticks and it'd be more fun with a group than by yourself. Like the, the whole, like a game is better as a, in a group excuse, um, tends to just be a, a really good sign that a game is actually just not very good. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I really, I'll say that while I'm frustrated with it, um, I really respect <laughs> how, fanboy the fanboys and girls of this game are um, I thought that I was a fanboy of a game and the division and I thought I've dealt with other people who are um, but the 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 dedication and just the pure veracity of the fanhood of, of the ghost recon community albeit pretty small it seems um, that they, they they this is a good game and and then there is no relenting. And, and some of the things I really believe are just clearly bad. Um, and, and unfortunately, that was most prominent in this Delta Company group that um, I did get accepted into, which I really um, appreciated. I actually was kind of surprised I got accepted. Um, I was pretty negative about Breakpoint and the lead up to it. Um, but they still gave me a spot in Delta Company, and I fully appreciate it. They gave me a free copy of the game, which I super appreciated. Um, I, I believe my NDA uh, says that I can't reveal specific details. Um, so I guess all I'll say is that um, I was under the impression that there was an opportunity um, and that there was that, some intent uh, for that group to um, give honest feedback about the game. Um, and unfortunately, I think that a lot of people in the game just want to really like it. Um, and, and it doesn't and, and the feedback seems kind of secondary. So um, I've left the Delta Company Discord, and I assume that means I've left Delta Company. Um, I, I don't know if I need to officially leave or anything, um, but I don't have any desire to associate with that group at this point, and I, I don't know if I'm going to play any more Breakpoint. I may dabble here and there. Um, I'm, I'm not coming back for the Terminator fight, which you know I think is just such a hilarious summary of where that game has gone that now you fight a terminator because reasons um yeah i don't know it's goofy but if you're enjoying the game i genuinely that's awesome i think that's really cool um i just i just hope that even people who like the game are still willing to be like yeah i'm having fun with this but <laughs> you know um, that, that's a really important thing to do. If, if I learned anything being a quote-unquote creator for the division uh, and a super fan and fanboy or whatever, 
it's that the first year or so I was involved in the community and was probably a little too forgiving about stuff. Um, I, I definitely feel like, especially once I um, got to know some devs and stuff like that, definitely learned that um, even the devs don't want to have their asses kissed, at least not the ones I've interacted with. Um, even the CMs of the division, I feel like are really friendly to, uh, criticism, uh, or at least willing to hear it out. Um, and, 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 and the devs I have spoken to specifically don't just want their asses kissed all the time. They, they want, uh, you know, they, they, they want actual criticism, not people just being dickheads, but actual criticism. Um, and I, I just, I'm not seeing a whole lot of that from a lot of the people in the Breakpoint community um, who are being celebrated. I'm seeing a lot of slaps on the back. So, cool for that game if you're enjoying it. Honestly, super happy for you. Uh, not my not my jam. Okay, and so, the second topic here is something I feel like we need to talk about here and there, but do other stuff and play other games. I keep seeing people talk about this whole idea that it seems like there's a lot of people who still think that Division is a game that you're going to know life and only play that forever. 24-7. It's not there. There's not many games like that. Even Destiny 2. I know that's like the perfect game. It's the looter-shooter premiere cream of the crop right now. But when they have lulls in their content, people still complain. So even games that are doing it really well still aren't perfect. And, like, for me, like, I still main Division. That's still my main game. But <clears throat> I play other stuff. I'm really excited about Call of Duty coming out. Obviously, my opinion on Breakpoint, unfortunately, that's not going to be a game that's going to entertain me, but <clears throat> but that's fine. But I've even been playing some like indie games and trying to just play some different types of stuff, not just shooters, especially not looter shooters. I tried to get back into Destiny, not my thing. But people need to stop putting all of their marbles into one bucket, you know. The, the Division 1 never was a game that you should be maining. Um, and as someone who did for a while, um, I shouldn't have been. It, it nearly caused me to burn out on the game. And it shouldn't have. Um, it, it's just, there's never been any indication in the first game or the second game that they're trying to put out content on a level where they are expecting people to play 24-7. Um, the only games that do that, I would say, are like Fortnite. <clears throat> Not even PUBG or Destiny or, I mean, even these other big games. It's Fortnite's literally the only game I can think of, and on the back end of that, you know, it's also the, the, the devs that you hear have the most issue with burnout and being overworked and stuff. So if I have a little, little bit of a last bit of advice with this whole thing, it's just that, you know, stop, you know, complain if you feel like it's worthy, be reasonable, <clears throat> expect a lot, but maybe realize that you're wanting something that a game like The Division isn't. And that it's never tried to be. It's something I've tried to handle. And it's something I think maybe it would help out a whole lot of people. There's that.
Okay, we have three listener questions. The first one is from Patron DJ. They ask, I'd like to hear your opinion on an idea for the crafting system that could fix the loot system, turn gear and weapon talents into crafting materials the same way gear gets destructed in the brand names. So, <clears throat> back when the game came out, I remember people having uh, a desire to have like a... Uh, like the ability to rip a talent from gear or guns and store it and then be able to reapply it rather than keeping the gun in your stash which is i mean that's what if you look at my stash my stash is a bunch of weapons that i know will never be meta but i just think they're cool and then all named weapons i can think of and then all the gear is just gear that has like a really good assault rifle damage or a really good skill, um, you know, skill regen or, or um, whatever. Um, so I think that'd be great. I, I think you run into a weird situation where you have to try to limit it somehow. So people, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. At the end of the day, it really isn't any different than what we currently have. Except instead of taking up stash spots, it would just go into some type of currency inventory. Um, so I think that's cool. Um, I'd be down for that. I think that's something that'd be really useful because half the gear in my stash is like 473 gear, you know? Um, because I'm just letting it sit there until I have a build I like and I want to replace talents or attributes with ones that I've just stored. So I think that's a really great idea. Uh, Short Sight had the second one here. They ask, what have you not done that you really want to? What is the biggest non-baby diesel, non-family starting risk you have taken? Not 100% sure what we're saying here. Um, but something I've not done that I really wanted to. I mean, I really want to travel overseas. I've never done that. Um, probably like to find a new house for the family. We actually have a nice house, um, but it's just not like what we, we've been here for a few years now and realize it's just not the type of house we want. So, uh, I'd like that. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty easy to please. I don't have a lot of, um, really like crazy, uh, aspirations that, I haven't already done or I don't think are immediately possible. So I have to admit you've stumped me a bit. I'm not really sure. Uh, then you had another question for Lady Bond or Bay Diesel. Uh, what foreign language would you be more impressed if Mr. Bond took up? Um, well, she's Polish. So that. Because then all the times that she's told me what Polish words are, I could tell her that she's wrong and just making it up. <laughs> uh, and then the last question is from Hassan. He says, after watching today's stay of the game, I'm extremely let down by the content. Two missions of probably a total of 30, 45 minutes. It's not a major content, to be honest. It's laughable. My question is, how can they redeem themselves? Um, I mean... <clears throat> I don't think they need to, like, redeem themselves. It's not like they got caught, like flashing their genitals at a co-worker or something. Um, it's something I talked about on stream a little bit, and that, I, I guess, like, 
I'm 31, so, like, growing up until I was, like, in college, video games were a disc or a cartridge that they released, and that was just it. Never an update. There were never... There were no live games, sort of. World of Warcraft, I believe, did come out when I was in high school, but that's kind of a... That was kind of a unique thing at the time. So I guess my mindset about video games, even today, even with live service games, is that that the developers are kind of like a band. And they put together, you know, 12 songs. And they release it because they like them. They think they're songs that represent what they were going for. They like what they hope that their fans like. And then we get their CD and we consume it. And either we like it or we don't. And I understand in today's like gaming world, we, you know, kind of it's, it kind of feels like every individual expects the game to be designed for them to like it. But to me, that's kind of like expecting a band to, you know, like say they release a CD and their fans don't like it. It's like them taking it, okay, hey, we'll, we'll fix the CD and we'll make sure that every single person who listens to it enjoys it in one way or the other. And that's like impossible, right? So I think this idea of like asking them to redeem themselves, like they've dishonored themselves, I don't, I mean, they're putting out a game that they enjoy. They're doing as much as they can, as quickly as they can. Here's my white knight helmet on. Um, you know, I, I highly suspect a lot of the issues that we have with what's, you know, with this content drop, I bet a bunch of people that work on it share the idea. I also think that it's, you can't really narrow down the entire update to the two missions. Um, should the Pentagon be more than just two missions? Uh, yeah, for sure, right? I'm not going to complain about those two missions. I'm excited to play them. But to act like the update is only those two missions is really selling this update pretty short. Especially because I believe from the PTS, it seems like there's stuff that may not be out to like on the 15th that maybe is coming after that, but before episode 3. Um... But even just with all the changes that are happening in the game, I mean, I definitely don't... I mean, I'm not going to argue that this is, like, a perfect release or anything like that. It's absolutely not. Um, but I just... I just don't... Like, like the idea of being extremely let down. Like, I, I mean... I'm bummed. I wish there was... I wish there was something more interesting happening. But at the same time, I mean, I... It's whatever, I'm going to play what they put out and then I'll wait for the next thing. Like, I guess I just don't feel like they need to, like, redeem themselves. I don't, I don't think it's laughable. You know, I don't think that, you know, the, all these guys' hard work and, you know, doing the best they can in the time frames they have is is, is funny. I, I just, um, I don't know. I, I just, I just have a different take on it. It's, I, I wish it was better, but I still don't think it's bad. It's like episode one. Yeah, the expeditions were kind of a letdown. But that was a good update. I enjoyed the update. I enjoyed the things it brought. And there's way more things in this title update six and episode two that I think I'm going to enjoy. Um, as a whole, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to kind of set the game up for the long run. 
better than it was um, with some new stuff sprinkled in. Um, I, I do think this update, I think I said it before, is is missing that like that that real punch that like this is the best feature of this update. It's just going to be kind of a lot of oh yeah, this is cool without being you know blowing anyone away, which is understandable if that's not what you expected or wanted. But I, I kind of think that after episode one, there had to be some maybe pulling back of expectations. Um, but maybe that was just me. I don't expect other people to think the way I do. Uh, and thank all three of you for questions. If you have any questions, you can ask them on YouTube, uh, and my Discord, on my Twitter. Uh, I try to make a bunch of places available to ask, so check out any of my social media, and there should be a place for you to ask. Uh, some content and personal updates. Uh, the, the little one and the wife here are doing really well. Uh, no big updates there. Uh, on Monday, I did put out a quick video. I think it was Monday. Um, guessing what the Pentagon thing was going to be. I uh, basically was wrong. <laughs> so if you want to go see that video and laugh at me in hindsight, check out my YouTube. It's just Bond Diesel on there. Uh, I do plan, you know, I uh, will hopefully stream on Thursday. Uh, I'm going to try to stream on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. Um, since I've been a little bit lackadaisical with that lately. Uh, and maybe, I don't know, we'll do a giveaway. I don't really know what to give away. So if there's anything you can think of, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, I'd like to try to give away like division related stuff. So it's people who are actually like fans of my content or what my content is based on, uh, getting into the giveaway. Um, I've given away like headphones and I think like gift cards before, which is just really lame. <laughs> You're just trying to get some followers when you do that. Um, I don't, I'm kind of out of that game at this point. I could kind of care less. So if you have any ideas, uh, let me know. I'd be happy to oblige. Uh, and that's, that's what we have this week. So if you want to support the podcast or my other content, check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash the echo cast. If you're on iTunes or any other podcast website that lets you rate the podcast, please rate it. Leave me a good review. Let the people know what they can get. Uh, I am Bond Diesel on Twitch. I try to stream a few times a week. I'm also Bond Diesel on Twitter, where you can catch my uh, random thoughts, uh, my state of the game live tweets, and the occasional foot in my mouth. Uh, and that's all I have. So, until next time. <laughs>